0: The run, eat, repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hi, this is Monica from run, eat, repeat, a website. I started to document training for my first full marathon and trying to lose weight. That was about eight years ago. And I knocked those two things off my to do list, but still like talking about running and eating, which is why we're hanging out. And today it kind of comes full circle because my first full marathon was Surf City, and I actually ran the half this weekend. That's what I'm recapping. But first, let's warm up. Last week, I mentioned that I finally uploaded the data from my running watch. And realized that in the month of December, I just missed running 200 miles for the month by three quarters of a mile, it was around there. And if I would have known that, I definitely would have finished it off to get to that number. At the same time, I don't care that much, obviously, because I didn't even check it in the first place. But I posted it on Instagram and asked, what do you guys think? Would this make you crazy? And most people said, Yes. That would drive me crazy. Someone even said, if I found out about it 1130 the night before, I would run around the block. A lot of people said that. So I just thought that was funny. I wanted to share, and I would put some of the comments in the show notes that responded to that. And this is also very related to today's race recap. I shared a transformation Tuesday post on Instagram last week, showing a picture of myself running my first full marathon and then running surf city as the full marathon I did last year. And I just kind of wanted to share because I was a lot heavier then and man, it was a hard race. I really just, (laughs) I was in pain crossing the finish line. I remember thinking my eyelashes hurt, but I'm really glad I didn't wait and I could have because you can justify a lot of things. You can say, well, when this happens and uh, with me, something that I've done a lot in the past is say, when I lose a certain number of pounds, then I will do this thing. I will go on this vacation. I will run this race. I will wear these clothes. And I didn't do that though with running a full marathon. I hoped that they would work together. I was like, I wanna train for my first full marathon and I wanna lose weight. And you would think that training for a full marathon would help you lose weight. It is challenging to train for a full 26.2 miles and lose weight at the same time for a number of reasons, one of which is obviously you're hungry. Sometimes it's hard to read your body, especially when you're trying to be an intuitive eater since you're just doing cardio and that takes up a lot of the time, you're potentially neglecting strength training, which is important. There's a lot of things that factor into this for sure that we can get into with an expert another day. And if you have specific questions, definitely let me know. And I will find someone that can speak to this in a more educated way, but I still ran my first marathon overweight and I want to say undertrained. I really wasn't under but I wasn't super game day ready. This is – it's hard for me because, like I always say, I am not type A, so I had a training plan and I tried to stick with it, but I didn't completely stick with the long runs, which I would not recommend because it was extremely difficult on race day. I think, really, your first marathon is going to be difficult, but, yeah, don't – it would have helped out if I would have gotten in another 20-miler or something. All of this is just to say that I did it and if I can do it, you can do it. And if you are putting off signing up for a 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon because of something random that is not related to running specifically or your ability to cross the finish line, if it is something kind of, I don't know, not an injury, but something physical, just you think you need to look different or way different. Don't do that to yourself. Do it now. Sign up. Like Make this your year. Why not? Why not just go for it and sign up, go all in and show the hell up for yourself. You will surprise yourself. I promise you. And I really am glad that I didn't put it off thinking first, I'm going to lose this weight And then I'm going to train for the marathon, which it definitely would have been easier on my body. It's easier to run when you were at a good weight for your body type. But I did it and I did it with what I weighed then. And I've done it recently with what I weigh now. And I'm just really glad that it didn't stop me. And I want to encourage you if something in your confidence or what the scale says or something else, someone negative in your life, or if that negative voice in your life happens to be you, cut it out and go for it. Whatever that goal is. And I know not everyone here is a runner, but if there's something that you want to do, that's kind of in the back of your head. And you're like, man, that would be something cool to go after. Go for it. I'm encouraging you today to go for it and be brave because I have to be brave when I do things and it is not easy for me to be brave at all, but if I can do it, you can do it. And yeah, let me know what you need some encouragement with. Feel free to DM me on Instagram or leave something in the show notes. You can always email me um, if you want it to kind of be just one-on-one. You don't want to announce it to the world, but I am definitely rooting for you to do something awesome this year. And now let's get to the main event. So I ran the Surf City half marathon yesterday morning. It is in Huntington Beach, California. And like I said, this is my first full marathon. I've run the full marathon or the half marathon different years, depending on what else I have going on, on my race schedule, where I am fitness wise. Last year I ran the full because I was training for Boston. So this was kind of One of my training long runs, but I gladly ran the half this year because that's where I am. And it's always just so much more pleasant to run a half marathon. You feel very accomplished and don't have to feel also like you were dying. So there's that. But I wanted to recap this race because I surprised myself, really, and I ran the hell out of it, basically let me just say that. And I'm going to own it because that's not normally how I am. I said last week that my mental game is so bad right now. My confidence is so bad right now. And I didn't even realize how crappy it was until I was kind of talking it out with you guys and kind of recapping where I was, what I had been running lately, talking about my running log. And I'm just really doubtful that not only can I do the hard work, but I'm very scared as to in a race situation, when the going gets tough, that I can stick it out because knowing that there is such a big mental aspect to half marathon and marathon running, you just really have to keep your head in the game. And I realize that I am not there on top of the fact that I need to physically train and get faster and get stronger physically. I really need to find my confidence and I had a great race and I wanted to share because I almost phoned it in and it wasn't even really thanks to me. This is all thanks to my friend, Steve. He is a coach of the Soul Runners. It's a running group in SoCal. They're in like sometimes in the Long Beach area, sometimes in the Pasadena, Palos Verdes area. It kind of depends on what they're training for. Um, but I used to run with them. I used to run with coach Steve in the past and light bulb moment when I was getting faster. I met Steve when I was doing a project with the New York city marathon. And it turns out we met in New York and he is from Southern California and it was just kind of clicked. And he is super awesome and has so much information. I think this was back in 2013. I didn't know much about running marathons outside of, I'd probably run one or two and I knew that they were 26.2 miles and you needed running shoes and that's about it. And he just taught me so much about cadence, about, and that's foot turnover, about long runs, about nutrition and fueling. Oh my gosh. And I just got so much faster in that time when I used to run with him in the group Because too, I didn't have anything else to gauge off of in the past. I was just doing what I thought was my best. And it's kind of funny how that happened for this race. So I got to the race and I'm walking towards the start and see Steve and Leanne and a couple of the other Soul Runners. And I got super excited because I love seeing familiar faces at a race. Side note, thank you so much to everyone who told me hi, or yelled hi at me if we were on different parts of the course. I love that. That is one of my favorite things. Um, so, hi, I'm, I'm telling you hi back. And yeah, I love that. Definitely, definitely, if you ever see me, um, you can say hi or run it repeat or Monica, whatever you feel the need to yell out or where's Vegas, whatever it is. But yeah, that made me happy. And I just remember that. Anyways, so I'm walking towards the start see Steve and the Soul Runners and I stop and I'm talking to them and Steve says he's going to try to shoot for a 150 half marathon and I'm like oh what pace is that he says 8 flat okay so I told him I wanted to go at an 810 815 pace and that was strategic that I told him because I figured if I say 8.10 and he's going for flat eight, he might think it's close enough that I can run with him. And he was running with one of the soul runners whose nickname is Fast Fong. No, I cannot run with someone whose nickname is Fast and I'm trying to downplay it. So I say 8.10, 8.15 and basically I'm like, oh, we are, we're not going to be able to run together kind of thing. But we go to the start line together and I start with him for a while because more fun to start with someone else. We ended up staying at the same pace for about two, three miles, but then he broke off to go to the restroom. And then I figured he just kind of took off after that. And I was just running my own race. I was definitely trying to stay around eights, a little, you know, under eight tens, because I knew that, you know, I, I figured once I started running with Steve, I'm like, maybe I have that. I started to kind of question it. So I tried to stay under 810, let's say, but I stopped looking at my watch because I also thought I am pushing it right now. So, whether it doesn't matter if my watch says I am running a flat eight pace or a 930 pace, this is what I have right now. And I was just trying to run my race. And I was doing it, I was doing the work. I think I was a little dehydrated from the day before. It's been warm in SoCal. And I did like kind of a semi-long run because I wanted to run on tired legs. I wanted to see if I could hold an 8-10 pace, which is ultimately very far down the road. My goal marathon pace, if I could run that on semi-tired legs, that was my little plan. But since it had been hot before, it was hot yesterday on race day, I didn't feel like completely 100%. I was a prune, dehydrated. And I'm running along around mile eight and a half, close to nine. Steve comes up on the side of me, pops up out of nowhere. I'm like, hey. And he said that fast Fong fell back. That was like hard to say. Fast Fong fell back. Uh, And Fong had been sick. So I I knew that at the start line, they weren't sure if he was going to be able to keep it up. But Steve didn't have a watch and Fong was pacing him. And basically he runs up next to me and he's like, oh, what pace are you at? I'm at about an eight flat, 750 at some point. And I started just kind of telling him the mile splits as we are running together. And I kind of realized, well, I guess I'm running with Steve. Now I figured if I couldn't stay with him, I couldn't. I thought maybe he would take off, but he didn't. And so I just try to kind of keep the pace around an eight-minute mile. Um, a lot of it was 750. There was a point where there was a big hill and I felt like I was really slowing down. And Steve just said, you know, relax, lean into the hill, kind of coached me a little bit naturally. This is like what he does. He can't help it. And that actually sped us up, which is funny because he wasn't, he wasn't trying to speed us up. It was just fixing my form helped me kind of keep going in that hard time. And I don't have a good kick at the end. I don't have a fast finish. Um, All I have going for me is consistency. And that also means not just with how often I run, but when I'm actually running, my pace is like super consistent. I tried to tell him basically like, okay, you can go, like get it in, go finish the race strong, but this is where I'm going to hang out. And he said, no, it was kind of like he was at his, you know, top level. Of what he had yesterday. And so was I. So we ended up running the last, I mean, four miles of the race together really strong. And I was shocked that we ended up crossing the finish line and it was 143.33, which means the average pace was 7.53. And this is a big deal for so many reasons. Number one being my mental game. I needed this. I needed this confidence boost so bad. And I just, it was, I mean, I don't even know. I don't think it really even mattered what my finish time was. I think it really helped me that I knew, listen, you were uncomfortable and you kept running strong. Like you didn't just give up. You didn't phone it in, which is something that I do. I don't give up but I will let myself slack off or phone it in. I'll just take it easy on myself because I'm like, oh, well, that's all I had today. Like I, I was trying E for effort and it just really helped me remember that I can do hard things. It also reminded me, I made like a little list of the things that helped me when I was running faster and just felt stronger. And it was that, It makes you more confident to run faster and to run a strong race. And it reminded me that I need to race more, which is something that I used to do. And I wouldn't recommend it for everyone because obviously it's expensive, but it's also hard on your body. And there are just kind of a lot of reasons that it's not necessarily the method to winning for most people, but it is the method to my madness that I like. I need to consider next, that I should run with Steve and the soul runners again. When I was kind of thinking back on, whoa, I hadn't run with Steve in such a long time. And when I was running with him more in the past, I was getting faster and faster pretty consistently. And I haven't really been running with anyone, any group. And I am definitely a solo runner, but I think running more races, they, they race a lot. And, you know, once a week, a training run would be super helpful. And I just really like that I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and I showed up. I showed up for myself, really. I showed up for that race and it wasn't completely the ideal conditions. Like I said, I, I just felt kind of thirsty and it was warm. I'm a warm weather runner and I'm okay with that. It definitely was hot. And I know a lot of people were talking about how hot the race was. It's been hot here but I mean, this is what I train in. So I don't really give myself that much of an excuse with that because that is what I'm used to. I think if I was coming from a different climate, it definitely has a bigger effect. When I go run somewhere humid and I am not used to humidity at all, it wrecks me. Or when I run somewhere cold and I am not used to the cold at all, it triple wrecks me. It wrecks my soul. Gingers have souls. But I just kind of wanted to recap this because I could have phoned it in and I probably would have. And running a half marathon is nothing to downplay and be like, oh, yeah, but I just phoned it in. Not that I would kind of dismiss running a half marathon, but just realizing that I can sometimes underestimate where I am and what I'm capable of. And until someone else kind of is running with me that I realize, like, oh, hey, I really, as soon as he said he wanted to run eight flat, I was like, oh, I can't run with it. Like, there's no way I can do that. And I did it. And that means that physically I obviously was able to, cause I did it, but mentally I didn't think I could. So I had already written it off. I had already written off a bigger goal, which is kind of full circle in why I needed to do the race because I am not good at assessing exactly what I should establish as my goal. I think um I either super, super underestimate it and I'm like, eh, I'm just gonna, you know, walk, run it, see what happens, hopefully finish before they close down the course, or hey, I'm gonna try to get first place, qualify for Boston, go to the Olympics, run around the world. Amen. Like there's um, I'm about at the middle ground and I think this was just a very good reminder that I am at a better place than I think physically. And it was also a super fun race seeing so many people out on the course running with Steve, which I haven't run a race with someone in such a long time. Hello, SR, hint, hint, be my friend. Um, I just really, really reinvigorated my love of racing and I had a really good time. So if you are phoning it in, I would encourage you to show the hell up for yourself and yeah, maybe run a race with someone who's a little faster than you and see what happens. And I will put pictures in the show notes to some of the race pictures that we took. We took a bunch of pictures and I think that now the actual official pictures might be available. So I will check those out too. Um, Sometimes they are really, really funny. And sometimes they are really tragic. And every now and then you get a super good one. Go ahead and check out the show notes for pictures of the race, pre-race at the starting line. What else did I take pictures of? I took one picture while I was getting ready before I went out the door and pictures at the finish with Steve and the medal So, check out runitrepeat.com for fun pics of the Surf City Half Marathon. And now let's get to the awards. Okay, first place this week goes to the following sentence Past behavior predicts future behavior. And it's so simple and so true. And I don't know who originally said it. SR kind of said it to me in a conversation last week, and it just hit me at the right time with what we were talking about. And it's so obvious, but it just got me. And I was like, yes, we were talking about something. And I just, it was so clear once she said that. And so I just kind of want to pass it on to you because there are so many things that you can apply this to. You can apply it to your reaction in different situations, in your performance, right? And different physical activities or things with work or a dynamic between you and someone else. Just it's so simple. And it was just a light bulb moment for me to remember that past behavior predicts future behavior. What are you going to do about that if there is something that you are kind of trying to work on right now? And second place goes to almond butter with coconut. I always say I'm not a coconut person. I think maybe I don't like the texture of like flaky coconut, but I found this and kind of was like, well, let's try it. I know coconut's super good for you. Let's see how it goes. Love it. Love it, love it. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to grab some. And third place is frozen yogurt because today is National Frozen Yogurt Day, and I love froyo. I always have. It was kind of like this fun thing we would go out and get when I was a kid, and I prefer – I love ice cream, but I prefer when ice cream is kind of melty. So frozen yogurt is my life. So my question for you is, what do you like better, frozen yogurt or – ice cream. And if you have a question for me, you can email me at runeatrepeat at gmail.com, or you can call the podcast voicemail and leave a message there. That number is 562-888-1644. It's in the show notes if you want to check it out. And don't forget to tag me at runeatrepeat on Instagram with what you're doing while you're listening, which I find very cool. Thank you so much. I hope that this was helpful or fun or, I don't know, killed some time while you needed to do something else. (laughs) Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.